Welcome to CooperCast, Go Ask Al, episode number 18. This is your host, Al's hazelnut, John Sachs. Al answers questions about what amps Skinner used, Randy Newman and his song, Just One Smile, a brief segment where nearly the dog goes crazy, what comes first writing a song, a chance meeting at the Pancake House in 1966, and what happened to rock with horns like Blood, Sweat, and Tears in Chicago. And of course, after each of Al's answers, Nilly the Dog adds a brief comment. All right, here is another one of these very specific questions from uh, O.J. Gibbons. And he wants to know, what amp and guitar was used on the solo of Freeburg? Was it a Marshall Plexi and a P90 loaded with Gibson Marshall cab? Or was it the PV amp? They brought their amps in, and they wanted to use their amps. So that's what they did. I didn't pay too much attention to it unless it didn't sound good, and then I'd try and fix it. Any recollection what what their amps were? Were they Marshalls or PVs? No, of course not. You know how long ago that was? Yeah, they were what they were. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, they were were very careful about what instruments they played, Mm. what amps they used. And, you know, that that's one of the things that was great about them. They, mm-hmm. they understood how to get the best sound for what they were trying to do. Mm. They were, you know, magnificent at it. And it's probably the only band I ever produced, uh, you know, three albums in a row of. Right. Right. Michael Skulnick also wants to know, maybe you guys aren't taking any more questions, but Dusty Springfield covering Just One Smile on Dusty in Memphis. Any story there? I recorded it on the Blood, Sweat, and Tears album. Whose song was it? Uh, Randy Newman. I I knew Randy Newman. Yeah. Because we were both signed to the same publisher, except he was signed in L.A. Mm. and I was signed in New York. And I met him one day, and we were so far afield of each other that we couldn't really have a conversation. I thought that was interesting. I certainly didn't dislike him because of it. I just felt bad because I was such a fan. And like... Dusty Springfield, I recorded it too. And how I heard Just One Smile was because um, Gene Pitney recorded it. Okay. And Gene Pitney was also signed to the same publisher, except that he made uh, Gene Pitney records. Right. Whereas uh, uh, Al and Randy did not make records in this time period. Okay. Or are, oh my God, Nilly is out of control. I have never seen Nilly on a tear like this. Just going from room to room at high speed. That's what she does when she comes in from being outside. Terry E. Phillipson wants to know, when approaching a composition, what comes first to you? Theme, melody, beat, or what? 
Please don't say that it's always different. Thanks, Terry. It's sometimes different. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. I think in all honesty, it's the title. Really? That comes to me. Mm. And I go, oh, that's a great title. I'm going to write a song called that. Right. And that's what I do. And then the feeling is generated by the title and everything. Well, you have to decide wh where you want to go with it. Do you ever write a song and then, or did you ever write a song and try it a certain way and then do it again a completely different way to see how it feels? And I, if I have to. This is from Douglas G. Fairbanks. Different Douglas. Hello, Al. I think the year was 1966. You had just formed the Blues Project, and you had a gig in Boston, I believe, at the Unicorn Coffee House on Boylston Street. I think, but not 100% sure, Butterfield Blues Band was appearing at Club 47 in Cambridge. I was playing in a local Boston band called Cloud. Being a rock and roll fanatic, we came out to see Blues Project one evening and loved it. The next morning, I went to a pancake house for breakfast and saw you having breakfast by yourself. I walked over to say hello and to tell you how much we enjoyed Blues Project. Without hesitation, you invited me to sit with you, and subsequently we had a nonstop conversation. You mentioned that you had played in a previous group, which you had a hit record. However, you would not tell the group or the hit record because you were embarrassed by what it was. Subsequently, I found out, because I saved all the programs from the rock and roll shows I went to at Brooklyn Paramount Times Square, I found a photo of Royal Teens at a Ted Steele Thanksgiving show at the Brooklyn Paramount. I still have the program. Alan Freed, Murray Decay, and said, Still, you were extremely gracious, kind, warm, and friendly. Thanks, Al, and be well. P.S. I am also a New York Jew. It's not a question. It's a story. So I guess I'll ask the question, do you remember running into a guy at a pancake house in 1966? Sort of. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, his name was Douglas, Doug Grossman. Hello, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Who picked up the tab, Doug? <laughs> All right, this will be the last question. This is a good one, I think. Al, this is from uh, S. S. Doug Reed. Uh, Al, I loved your Blood, Sweat, and Tears album as well as other jazz rock fusion like CTA. How come that music isn't more prevalent today? It doesn't seem as though the demand for it lasted. It usually doesn't, my friend. So I think, There's always something different. I think he answered his own question. He says, how come the music isn't more prevalent today? And then he says, it doesn't seem as though the demand for it lasted. Yeah, I got two words for him. Hip-hop. Do you consider Blood, Sweat, and Tears' first album in Chicago to be jazz rock fusion or just rock with horns? Rock with horns. Because there is jazz rock fusion, but that's something else. I mean, even Miles Davis did fusion, right? 
Yeah, but we weren't in a class with Miles Davis. I know, except Harvey Brooks. Played with, yeah, but Harvey wasn't in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I know. Uh, I saw a Harvey Brooks posting on Facebook the other day, and I said, Mr. Brooks, as far as I know, you're the only musician who played with Bob Dylan and Miles Davis. (laughs) That's, That's something. This has been Coopercast Go Ask Al, episode number 18, brought to you by Nilly Going Nuts. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or just about anywhere. Visit alcooper.com for lots more Al info, a link to buy his book, and to submit your own questions. <coughs> <coughs>